Hey guys, you're listening to the English Made Simple show. This is episode number 194, number 194, numero 194. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. My name is Milena from EnglishMadeSimple.net, EnglishMadeSimple.net. And if you're new to the show, then just welcome. <laughs> All right, today we are going to continue with the last episode. We're going to carry on um, improving our phone communication skills. Today's episode is a part of the phone skills episode series okay so i promised i'm going to prepare a couple of more episodes for you this episode has been brought to you by the one and only audiobook that will help you sound clear and confident when speaking over the phone all you have to do is visit englishmadesimple.net/phone to get your free audiobook in this audiobook i share five phrases Uh, that you can learn um, to help you feel more comfortable when speaking over the phone. Some are simple phrases, but some are a bit more complicated. And before we start, just a quick update. Uh, if you have been listening to me for a while, and if you're listening to this episode now in August of 2018, you should know that I'm still renovating my bathroom since last month. <laughs> since last month. It's a mess at home, actually, uh, very untidy and dusty. It's full of dust. And if you are following me on Instagram, then you'd uh, be able to see some photos of the progress of the bathroom renovations. So I've never done bathroom renovations ever before. Some of you might be thinking, wow, Milena, you're so clever. You know how to renovate a bathroom. <laughs> Let me stop you right there. I don't know how to renovate a bathroom. Never had to do this in my whole life. And guess what? It's not me doing it. I hired somebody to do it for me. I hired some experts because I'm not a bathroom reno expert. I'm really bad at this stuff. <laughs> anyway, there we go. A quick update on what's happening. Why things are late here in English Made Simple Land. Just quickly before I continue with today's episode, uh, just wanting to let you know that this episode is a part of series that will prepare you to speak English over the phone. I think I mentioned that a bit earlier. For some of you listening, you may never have to speak in English over the phone because maybe you are happy uh, staying in your country and learning English by yourself. So in some cases, you don't even uh, need to make any phone calls in English. Unless you have a job interview, then yes, then you'd probably need to learn how to speak in English over the phone. Sometimes you would have to speak in English um, on Skype if you have a uh, interview from somebody from overseas, if you're applying for a job from overseas, like um, my husband, for example. My husband was still living in Chile when he had his very first phone interview with a recruitment agent. Recruitment agents are people that, you know, help you find work <laughs> and they work on behalf of the companies that need people. I can't uh, remember now exactly, but I think the agent was based in New Zealand. Um, 
or the job my husband applied for was for a company in New Zealand. Anyhow, that was the very first experience for my husband to have to speak in English over the phone. And some of you are wondering, and how did he do? How, how was it? How did it go? Did he get a job? Stay tuned and let's find out. What I can tell you now, it was actually such a nerve-wracking experience for him. He was so stressed. Remember, he was anxious the whole day. He couldn't calm down. He was really restless, expecting that phone call from that agent. It really made him nervous. I don't think uh, my husband knew exactly what to say over the phone because he was really confident of himself. He was really confident of his uh, work experience and the technical knowledge that he had. So he didn't really practice that much to prepare for the interview. But after the interview ended, of course, he felt that he could have done a lot better if he had practiced. And nope, he didn't get that job, okay? He didn't get that job. Maybe because he couldn't really talk about himself really well or express himself well in English. The recruiter couldn't understand him well as well. And he was asked to repeat a lot. Uh, most of the time he was asked to repeat things um, over the phone, which didn't look uh, good. As I always say, practice makes perfect. So if you are about to have a phone interview, I suggest you listen to this episode. I also suggest that you should practice well in advance, really practice. Please take my advice, be well prepared. You will have a phone interview first before you meet with the recruiter. Before you meet face to face, you will have the phone interview. You have to speak over the phone with somebody before you meet anybody face to face. So it's important to impress at this stage of the recruitment process. This applies to you guys if you're applying for jobs overseas. So today I want to carry on with the um, episode series, uh, speaking English over the phone, how we can improve our communication skills over the phone. How can you ensure that you are understood when speaking over the phone? How can you make sure the other person understands you when you speak over the phone? How can you make sure that you get your point across so the other person understands what you're trying to say or explain? Wow, that was a bit long-winded, wasn't it? <laughs> In any case, that's the gist of today's episode. Hopefully, you guys will learn something new today. So how can we ensure that we are understood when speaking over the phone? As you can imagine, when you're speaking over the phone, the other person cannot see you, cannot see your body language, cannot read your facial expressions. So it's important that the other person on the phone can understand as well, okay? So one answer to that riddle, to that enigma is what you can do is start asking the right questions. Start asking the right questions which will help you be understood over the phone. I will share a couple of those with you very soon. And when you do ask those questions that I'm about to share, uh, use simple words. Don't overcomplicate things. Okay, don't overcomplicate. Don't use complicated um, words, complex words. Speak slowly. Don't be afraid to make mistakes. Okay, don't think about grammar. Most of the time when uh, recruiters are talking to you, they are looking at your CV at the same time. 
and they will not realize that you might have made a grammar mistake. Okay, so don't worry about mistakes too much. So let us continue. Here are the types of questions you should be asking to make sure that you are being understood by the recruiters or anybody on the phone. Are we ready? Mm -hmm. My point number one or the question number one. If you have really good listening skills, and I know that you do because you're listening to this show, you're listening to the English Made Simple show, so your hearing must be well. <laughs> so let's assume that you already have really good listening skills and you can understand 70% of what you hear when someone asks you a question. But what you're finding difficult is to respond to that question. What you can do in that case is ask this question. Sorry, do you mean this or this? Okay, just uh, remember that simple question. Sorry, do you mean this or this? I'm going to elaborate a bit more on this, okay? The idea behind this question is to get the other person to explain their question, hence giving you more time to think of your answer. Okay, make sense? Cool bananas. Another way to ask this question is, um, let's see, would you like to know more about this or this? Obviously, replace the word this with whatever is needed in the context, okay? Just for the sake of this exercise, I'm just using the word this. So here's an example. Let me put it in a context for you. Let's imagine a recruitment agent calls you up and says, so, Carlos, I've been looking at your CV and um, I can see that you have an extensive experience in software engineering, but I would like to know more about you. Can you tell me a little bit more about yourself? And Carlos responds, sure, would you like to know more about my personal life or career life? Would you like to know more about my personal life or career life? And now you're engaging in a two-way conversation. It doesn't feel like an interview anymore, huh? Cool. That's a pretty good tip, isn't it? So what I'm trying to say here is that you don't have to respond with an answer straight away. You don't have to go into your answer and start blabbing. Give yourself some time to think. And it's a good strategy to gain time when answering difficult questions. Be prepared to always ask questions. So a simple question was, sorry, do you mean this or this? Or would you like to know more about this or this? Okay, number two. My number two tip. When you're ready to give an answer, remember to give short answers. In the case of Carlos uh, and that example, don't go into the whole background of your life, um, either professional or personal life, okay? This is not a conversation with your mother <laughs> where you can talk for hours. Remember to keep your answers short and to the point. That's once you're ready to give your answer over the phone. Keep them short. My tip number three, how to be understood over the phone. Keep asking more clarifying questions. Keep asking more clarifying questions. If you are going to speak with someone over the phone, my advice is to prepare some questions well in advance. 
I think that's the idea of this whole episode. Always be prepared well in advance. This is important for people who are not comfortable asking questions in English, okay? <laughs> be prepared. Here are some of the questions that should come to you naturally. And they will come to you naturally because you will take my advice and practice them in advance. The first question. If there is something you didn't understand, just admit it and ask for clarification. For example, sorry, can you please repeat that? I didn't quite catch that. Sorry, can you please repeat that? I didn't quite catch that. You can find this phrase as well as the example and explanation of this particular phrase in my audiobook. Just go to englishmadesimple.net slash phone and you'll see some other examples as well. The second question you could be asking is, sorry, what do you mean by... Mm -mm -mm. Let's imagine you have the phone interview again, okay? You've got that phone interview again. The recruiter asks you, tell me how you think other people would describe you. Yes, that's an actual question. Tell me how you think other people would describe you. Hmm, puzzling, I know. What you can say is, sorry, what do you mean by other people? Do you mean my friends and family or my colleagues? Did you see what I did there? I said, do you mean this or this? Sorry, what do you mean by other people? Do you mean my friends and family or my colleagues? See, you didn't go straight into the answer. You went back and asked a question, clarifying question. And that's it for today, amigos y amigas. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. My final tip in today's episode is whenever you need to speak with someone over the phone, And if you are the one making the call, then write down exactly what you will be saying over the phone. This will just make you feel more comfortable once you are on the phone because it can be quite a scary thing to start speaking over the phone if you had never done it. And there we have it, amigos y amigas. There we have it. This is the perfect time to announce my audio masterclass. We learn the skill of phone communication inside a masterclass. We go deeper and we learn more about the phrases that will help you pass the phone interview stage. Just go to englishmadesimple.net slash masterclass to learn more. That was englishmadesimple.net slash masterclass. Also, before I leave you today, I'd like to send a special greeting to Josefina from Chile. She left me a five-star review in iTunes. Woohoo! Thanks, Josefina. Thank you so much. I'm glad to hear that English Made Simple is helping you learn English. It's helping you with your English journey. And finally, I'd like to say a few words for those who are dreaming about coming to Australia or, you know, coming to Australia and staying for longer than three weeks because isn't that the average time for a tourist to stay somewhere for three weeks? Now, if you wanted to stay longer in Australia, there is a way. There is a way. So if you're interested in traveling to Australia, but don't want to come here as a tourist, did you know that you can stay a bit longer and study in Australia? Simply go to englishmadesimple.net slash study for more information. englishmadesimple.net slash study. This is for people who want to immerse themselves into the Australian culture who want to learn English while living here in Australia for a short time and 
honestly, I think this is the best way to really experience this amazing country, okay? You gotta see kangaroos and stuff and go surfing. <laughs> Imagine going surfing one day and studying the next. How awesome is that? You can study English in Australia and have a longer stay, have a longer holiday. <laughs> Or if you don't, you can also work in Australia while you study so you can earn some money too. How awesome is that? That's double awesome. <laughs> It's best to speak to Soraya from Tour Studies. She will be able to give you the right advice. Just go to englishmadesimple.net slash study. So that's about it for today, amigos y amigas. Thanks for joining me today. You've been an amazing audience and you've been jamming with Milena from English Made Simple. Until next time, hasta la próxima. Mm -hmm.